0: A special holiday episode of Zeno Chat. I am Tyler, one of the hosts, along with Justin.
1: What's going on, everyone? Happy holidays.
0: All right, we got some returning faces for this holiday episode. First up, we have Robin.
2: I was here last holiday. I will be here this holiday and the next.
1: <laughs> Just for that, we should do the next holiday episode without Robin.
2: Oh, no. no. <laughs> i cry i think i think
0: the <laughs> last holiday episode was your first like official episode
2: yeah and then three episodes later i gave my intro <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah oh, the hey. timing was weird like that <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right line. we also have uh, mary
3: hello bah humbug everybody and nick Oh, that was. That, I thought you said my name earlier.
0: Oh, sorry. L O
2: L. Oh well. I,
3: I'm so, uh, and well,
2: Mary. And and Malik. <laughs> oh, thanks. We, did it. we, we totally plus. made it. We
0: made it through. That. We're we're leaving it. We'll we'll. <laughs> no. I'm not editing it. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that's the comedy specials. <laughs> you don't edit them.
3: It's yeah. like the point where Jim was like, and... And I was like, huh, Yeah, because it's scared it? out for a
0: second. <laughs> uh, of course, my dang phone probably did that. Anyway, welcome, everyone. Uh, so today's episode is a little special. I mean, along with the holidays, we're uh, doing something a little different from last year when where we had our waifu husbando war. Um, this year we are doing a f- fan fiction reading of Zeno-themed uh, holiday pieces. Um, we did have a contest going, but we didn't have a lot of entries. But we do have several people from the <laughs> ZenoChat community who sh- wrote some stuff, uh, and we're going to read it to all of you.
2: Ye, you're welcome. <laughs>
4: I might have slammed my my head a bit too hard against my keyboard earlier trying to write something last minute
2: (laughs) oh don't don't worry it looks like we will be opening this with me slamming my head into the
3: keyboard (laughs) there's going to be a lot of that I guess I yeah, we You know
2: what? I think the moral is that it's the thought
3: that counts. Yeah, we tried. We expected other people to participate a little bit, I guess. Um I'm not shaming anyone. I'm just saying Yeah, it's it's been a hectic time of year. I
0: am I'm shaming everyone. You should have submitted No no no. (laughs) Uh,
3: podcast cancelled, I'm leaving. No 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 no. no, no.
0: I'm I'm, staying. Yeah, it's a rough year. So it's understandable.
3: Everyone's stuck at home. There's no time to write when you're stuck at home. But you
2: know what? That doesn't matter because we are here to entertain you with some choice literature.
3: But if we ever do this again, just know that you have your chance to have something you wrote, read, to everyone who listens to this podcast by a bunch of, well, some of us are, aren't nobodies, but the rest of us are, so you know. <laughs>
2: Wow, we're really selling ourselves high, aren't we? (laughs) Yes, yeah. Okay. That was my fault. You're all great. You're all great.
0: Okay, so shall we get started? Sure. Sure. Okay, well, first off, we have a piece by Robin. It me. (laughs) Yes, those will be uh, one of two pieces submitted by Robin.
2: This one is the one that I put zero effort into.
1: (laughs) So that means it's gonna be the better one. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Rev up those
3: fryers, cause I'm ready for some fan fiction. That's what know? I
2: always say when I go to Burger
3: King. Yes. <laughs> Burger King
2: fan fiction. So the important part about this is that this is the only one where we at all discussed who should read what. So don't get used to it. Yeah, but
4: even <laughs> then, I feel like I feel like we're gonna get chaotic anyways. <laughs> Probably yeah, it is. is.
1: There's no avoiding anyway, it. Anyway, <laughs> I wrote
2: this one. It's called A Very Ormus Christmas because I tried to think of where does Christmas actually work in any of the Xeno games and I realized Ormus. That makes sense to me.
4: It does.
0: <laughs> this is true. Um, they are space Christians. so
2: They are space Christians so they're the only ones who can celebrate space Christmas.
0: Okay. Alright, are we ready?
3: yes um who's okay. going to narrate this one though i'm sorry i, I am since oh okay. I... tyler's
1: going to do it wait what tyler's gonna read it yeah. he's gonna narrate okay. Okay.
0: okay tyler got all it right. all right
2: yay yes. tyler okay so
0: <laughs> a very ormus christmas Marus and pedigree and churinkoff and the pope and highline and orgulla were all in the immigrant fleet for christmas
1: Christmas is the day when Jesus gave everybody gift cards to boarders and said I didn't I didn't know what to get all of you, so I just went with a gift card. Money seemed too impersonal. I don't know. Maybe I should have just gone with money.
0: Pontificated the Pope. All of Ormus sat in the pews of the immigrant fleet and listened to the wise words of the Pope.
2: Oh, there's no was it Sergius? I think it was Sergius. I'm gonna call him Sergius. <laughs>
0: Sergius saw all of his followers listening attentively, except Cherenkov wasn't really listening to the preaching because he he was thinking about the gift he had for Margulus. He wasn't really interested in the Jesus from Xenosaga talk, he just joined Ormus for Margulus' juicy ass. (laughs) Well, he hadn't really seen Margulus' rear because of all the robes, but in his art, it was very rounded choice. It was also the focus of the art he made for his beloved. Cherenkov had drawn a wonderful art depicting Margulis as the brave sword man with butt you could bounce a quarter off of, and Cherenkov was the voluptuous leg candy. Pellegrini was there too, but she was a last-minute addition, and so she didn't really fit with everyone else in the picture, and it was kind of awkward, but, if, but he was worried that the image was just too obvious without her, so he added her for plausible deniability reasons. Oh, man. Almonds! Almonds. <laughs> Cried everyone in the pews, which made Cherenkov realize that he had zoned out and missed the rest of the Christmas story. He quickly stood up and muttered Almonds! Almonds. with everyone else. <laughs> they all shuffled into the reception room of the immigrant immigrant fleet and had cucumber sandwiches and tiny cups of ketchup. Cherenkov sipped his ketchup nervously.
2: So uh Margulis are you still hosting a Christmas party for Christmas this year?
0: Said Cherenkov in bad at small talk. Margulis was about to sip some ketchup but stopped and answered Cherenkov who asked a question.
3: Yes I always host a Christmas party for Christmas.
0: Pelligree looked between the two emotionally constipated men and sighed.
4: And he would love for you to be there.
3: Yes. He added. Would, oh, yes. Sorry, go on. Would to be there.
0: Margus mumbled into his drink.
2: Uh, of course, Commander.
0: Said Cherenkov with... Uh, Ugoos. 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 Oogoos, okay. They fast forwarded to the Christmas party and Cherenkov was there. He was wearing a beige suit jacket and beige pants with an off-white shirt and brown shoes that matches his brand belt. Fashion. Cherenkov was nervous, so he drank a disgusting amount of alcohol. Pellegrini was wearing a black dress with frilly stuff on the bottom and a cross necklace and white gloves and a tiny hat and cross earrings. She sashayed over to him and said in her best Pellegris voice, Margulis is wearing (laughs) Sorry! (laughs) Sorry!
4: (laughs) Margulis is wearing a purple suit jacket and black pants and black shoes and a black belt and a white shirt and a black bow tie that he tied himself and he (laughs) is all alone now if you would want to give him his gift.
0: Cherenkov chugged down his beer and walked over to Margulis, but he was stopped by Orgola and Mains.
2: Where are you going in such a hurry? You haven't taken time to admire my black dress and black shoes and a parka,
0: (laughs) she said. He groaned in frustration and looked at her outfit.
2: Yes, you look very nice. I like the ducky print on the parka.
0: She beamed pridefully.
4: Thank you, you may proceed.
0: Cherenkov tried to advance to Margulis but was again accosted by more fucking characters. Heinlein was wearing a hot dog suit. Sergius was completely nude as is the traditional attire for Christmas.
2: We are also here!
0: They said in convenient unison. Cherenkov groaned.
2: That's wonderful. Can I continue now?
0: Heinlein and Sergius nodded.
3: Go Go for for it! it. All All hail Hail Christmas. Christmas! All
2: hail Christmas.
0: Cherenkov repeated their farewell. Cherenkov angrily stormed the remaining distance to Margulis. I brought gift! He shouted with his long air. Margulis blushed in his face.
3: A gift? For me?
0: Cherenkov presented the gift for Margulis. Margulis removed the wrapping paper and beheld this gift. He observed it with his eyes.
2: D- do you like it?
0: Asked Cherenkov nervously. Margulis burst out into tears and cries.
3: I traded my ability to recognize humanoid figures in a two-dimensional format to afford your present. (laughs) He
0: he tearfully handed Cherenkov a gift. It was really weird and awkward to open the gift that Margulis got for him while Margulis was sobbing, but Cherenkov pressed on. It was a (laughs) shitty bracelet.
2: But I exchanged my wrists for talent to make your drawing.
0: (laughs) He gasped. Margulis and Cherenkov both started to, er, to continue crying. Then they laughed and embraced. <laughs> and Bellegarde drank because wow, fuck these
2: two.
1: And I am also drinking because wow, oh. fuck these two. I'm
2: also drinking because wow, fuck these two. I mean, I thought, I thought wrists were a key part of drawing, but I guess not. <laughs> uh, no, nope, he exchanged them.
5: Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh
1: the man. End.
5: We're off
2: and to a good start. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. Quality.
4: <laughs> that is quality uh, face smash
2: against the keyboard. <laughs>
3: I don't know if we'll top that, honestly.
2: We'll see. Uh, well, we're going to have to find out. Uh, we'll we'll
1: see. We've got plenty more.
2: For the next I- one. I'm kind of scared of the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit scared of the next one, too, because <laughs> I know what the next one is capable of being.
3: I've not read it, but... Seeing as I don't want to read the entirety of the one that I wrote, should I read this one? I guess you should. Oh, this. if
2: you want to narrate- I can read-
3: I can read, read next. Oh. I could do that. I've not read this one at all yet, so if, okay. I, if I get stopped or something by something alarming, it, you know, just know that, I guess. I want to be Kukai. I want to be Guinan. Sweet. Anybody else going to call out any any people to be? I don't, know I don't even know who's in this. In I haven't there. read through it yet.
1: All I know anyone? is that,
2: I... that Gaiden and Bruno are in this. That's okay. all I know.
3: Okay, I was gonna say, is there anyone besides Gynen or possibly Malos in this fig? Gynen, Uriev. I think I saw a Shion well somewhere, but I don't know. <laughs> well, um, somebody, be... just everybody, chime in when you want to.
0: I'll be Uriev. Okay. Okay.
3: Who, who wants to be Bruno? Uh,
2: I guess, I guess I could uh, try. Okay. <laughs> Sounds
3: good. No, you
0: could. Totally that's a, Bruno. Uh, that's a, uh, JoJo character.
2: Yes. yes that is yeah. a character from <laughs> yes. jojo the best Bruno, of the zenos <laughs> yeah no he's an honorary zeno
3: okay this one by Feeney, it's it goes this is Feeney. everything below this line is what oh never mind maybe i shouldn't read yeah that. we should we should no, we should totally that read that read people, that but one, we yeah, don't want everything. people mad at Feeney. <laughs> Okay, okay. Everything below this line is what the fanfic Generator came up with in all its unedited glory. Have fun. Okay, so that's a disclaimer for everybody. Yes, so the next bit is just Generator. Yeah. Okay. Including the author's note, right? Yes, yes. Including the author's note. Author's note. I'm writing this novel because I'm a fan of the Zeno series. However, it's become clear to me the creators of it have got some things wrong and clearly don't care about making it good. I am talking mostly of the problem with Guinan Kukai and Yuriev. This fic is my attempt to correct that. By supporting this fic I hope to get a group of elite Xeno series writers working on this new canon and establish it as the truth of what actually happened. Hopefully the original creators will see the demand and make this official. If you wish to join my new canon, feel free to write your own story but you must submit it to me for approval. You can use my email. it is the email is the real Zeno series writer at g- gatermail.com. Something or other. You can also send constructive reviews there, but no petty criticisms. If I get motivations muddled, it's because my cat distracted me. <laughs> also, if you don't like my story, you don't have to read it. Anyway, and now on with the real story of how things actually happened. Dining coop Guy stopped and gazed into space. Oh no, it was happening. He couldn't help thinking about Bruno Bucerati again. He tried not to, desperate to avoid the thoughts that could not be, no, would not be, held back. But the dozens of unstoppable mercenaries, <coughs> they came creeping forward till it, they filled his brain. Bruno Buceratis smile shined like glass, as impressive as a mansion. It filled the condo, and Guinan Kukai was helplessly but willingly absorbed into them. Bruno Bicharati's eyes were like marbles, if you rolled them they would go quite far. Bruno Bicharati's legs were like skyscraper, straight and tight. Bruno Bicharati's chest was like a mercenary's, powerful and impossible to ignore. How could Guinan Kukai not be helpless in the face of that? Ganin Kukai snapped out of it, but the thoughts of Bruno Bucciarati would be back. Would he be able to resist the next time? A long, long time ago, far, far away in a magical land, the legendary Zohar was forged. Interlude. Ganin Kukai was finding it really hard to concentrate at his movement. His thoughts kept trying to think of Bruno Bucciarati, despite what was happening. It was hard to focus.
2: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the World Championship Running the Kukai Foundation Contest. I,
3: so, you, you, there was a slight typo there. Um, foundationing. Contest. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, that's Welcome, totally ladies cool. and gentlemen, to, to the World out.
2: Championship Running the Kukai Foundationing Contest.
3: Great. good. Glad we're on the same page. Elma's voice boomed across the large arena. The running... The Kukai Foundation Adome was the largest Adome in the world (coughs) Dome far bigger than the one in Sunnydale. This one was able to hold two trillion fans. Gainan Kukai and Shion Uzuki had just arrived by Tesla.
2: This is it. Yes! I never thought I'd make it all the way to the final.
4: I always knew you could make it, Ganyan Kukai. You're my champion!
2: Thanks, Shionuzuki. but I'll need more than your vote to win this. I'll need to give it my all to become the number one running the Kukai Foundation champion of Milsha. The next and one it is Yuriev. won't
0: be
3: enough. Said a horrible voice from behind them, it was Yuriev.
2: Still Yuriev.
0: Oh, crap. I'll win this contest (laughs) fair and square, then everyone will bow down before me, the one true champion of- of running the Kukai Foundation and Lord of Evil.
2: No,
3: that will never come to pass! I'll stop you! Said our guide in Kukai heroically. Ha! With that, Yuriev twirled off into the arena.
2: We must win now! We must!
3: The next day, Ganin Kukai was nervous. <laughs> he was good at running the Kukai Foundation. Some would say the best. But was he really the best? The best at running the Kukai Foundation on Milsha? Ganon Kukai was about to find out as the contest started soon. Ganin Kukai thought back to a few da- few years ago. Mm. Happy times before all of the troubles with Yuriev got really bad. Breaking out of his deep thoughts, Gainan Kukai decided to go to the arena early. Perhaps do a few laps as a warm-up. Ganin Kukai casually strolled to the arena while practicing running the Kukai foundation. As Ganin Kukai walked out, he was surprised to see Yuriev already there. Yuriev was clearly up to something. Ganin Kukai had to find out what it was.
2: What you up to, Yuriev?
3: yelled Ganin Kukai. You will never find out yelled back Yuryev, who wanted to keep his plan a secret. Frustrated, Ganin Kukai started practicing running the Kukai Foundation, never taking his eye of Yuryev as he did so. Bruno Bishradi joined them a few minutes later.
4: Hi, Ganyin Kukai!
3: He said. This is still Bruno.
4: Oh, and hello, Yuryev.
2: I guess this is still this is your this should, yeah. okay. this should be Okay, yes. Guided, I mean, it should be guided, but I think it
0: is your EF. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, hello, Bruno Bucci- Bucciardi. Bucciardi, Good to see you're in the contest, too, for now.
3: Sorry. But before Bruno Bucciardi could hear what a villain had said, it was time to start. They walked <clears> to <throat> the start line and bent down ready. The crowd was getting big. Many fans had banners saying stuff like, Go, Gainen Kukai, Go, Gainen Kukai, Go, Gainen Kukai, or, Go, 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 Yuriev, you're the best. I should add that that's not with the prostrate. The starter pulled their bazooka out and got ready to fire. Bruno Bichirati, Yuriev, and Gainen Kukai all waited with anticipation. Three, Bruno Bichirati started breathing heavily. Two, Yuriev tense, ready to go. 1. Gainan Kukai's skin glowed with excitement. Zero. Period. Bang! <laughs> the starter fired the bazooka at Bruno Bucerati. Bruno Bucerati <laughs> collapsed instantly. Yuriev started running the Kukai foundationing, laughing maniacally as he did so. Gainan Kukai was in shock and raced over to Bruno Bucerati. He shot you! But why?
4: Ow, I am shot bad.
3: (laughs) The starter stared at the weapon.
2: I didn't mean to. My bazooka acted weird.
3: Gaini Kukai looked at the bazooka. He then licked it. (laughs) Using his famous forensic skills, Gaini Kukai made a deduction.
2: Yes, this bazooka clearly has been sabotaged to shot
3: at Bruno Bucciarati. Typical. Said Bruno Bucciarati. What now?" said Gainan Kukai.
4: You have to go on.
3: said Bruno Bucciarati, still bleeding. But just then, the klaxon went off. It was halftime! Back at the locker room, Shion Uzuki and Gainan Kukai were talking. Bruno Bucciarati had been taken to the hospital.
5: Uh,
4: how are you ever going to catch up?
3: said Shion Uzuki. Yuriev was leading when halftime went. Gaining Kukai's time spent seeing to Bruno Butcherati had cost him the lead. It's not important. Said Gaining Kukai.
4: So next line Xion. I can't tell.
2: Yeah, this is still Shion.
4: What's important is I know why Yuriev yep. wants to win the world championship. Running the Kukai Foundation contest is the prize.
5: Oh. And then the- mm. hmm.
2: Said Uzuki. I did some research, and it's really the Zohar. If he wins the contest, they will give him it, and there will be nothing we can do to stop him. Oh my god. Also, he was the one that sabotaged the poor Bruno Bucciarati! Poor
4: Bruno Bucciarati!
2: <laughs> yes, poor Bruno Bucciarati.
4: The contest doesn't matter anymore, we must get that Zohar so by winning the contest.
2: I guess this is still you because I have the next line.
4: But how? How (laughs) is it going
2: to win? I have a plan.
3: Said Gainen Kukai. Just then, the horn sounded. Halftime was over. And the final part of the Running the Kukai Foundationing contest had begun. And then, at the worst possible moment, it happened. Again. Gaiden Kukai gazed at Bruno Pichirari. It was impossible to resist this time. Like a terrain wagon, Guinan Kukai was pulled towards Bruno Bucerati. It was like a patrol, a like patrolling in the war. It was like a club piercing through his heart. It was like magnets. There was no resisting, no mercy, no longer anything else mattered. Bruno Bucerati looked shocked and then, and then... Not shocked, he had known all along. Of course, how could Ganikukai have been so stupid? Those long looks at each other, the times they gazed at the stars together, the candlelit dinners—it wasn't just friendship. It never was. It was more, and Bruno Bucciarati had known all along.
4: I knew. Keep keep going. But there's a narration part. (laughs)
3: Oh, it must have cut off. From me. Yeah, I cut said, off I knew. Bruno Biucharati said. Oh. Gain and Kukai said, realizing all this for the first time. But there was more. Bruno Biucharati wasn't pulling away, he was pushing tighter, holding Gainen Kukai like a wild spectacled bear. You have seen that? Mm hmm. At some point, their clothes came off. <laughs> I got ripped off in the process of bashing. <laughs> he didn't care. This is what he had needed for so long. Too long. For any of those who needs a visual representation, I suggest you watch the first, uh, roughly ten minutes of Castle in the Sky for clothes blowing off animation. <laughs> uh, December. Maybe more. But this was Now Now. Ganyan Kukai and Bruno Bucciarati together at last. They canodled like lovers and just kissed. Afterwards they looked at each other, as if for the first time, and had a cigarette. But they knew they must leave. They didn't want anyone to see. Their forbidden love was, must remain hidden for now, perhaps forever. Ganikukai took one last look at Bruno Bissarati. Goodbye, my snuggly one.
4: <laughs> love you too, my one and only Gaini
3: And then they departed. A dramaticness fell over the arena as they re-entered. This was it, the final final. This was when running the Kukai Foundationing, also known as the Sport of Kings, would have its champion. In one corner, guiding Kukai, standing up for the rights of good and believing in bunnies. In the other corner, Yuriev, addicted to destruction and vampire bats. On the next line, the crowd <laughs> cheered Yuriev.
5: Oh,
4: oh, that's that's, that's me.
3: <laughs> line,
4: line. Why, line, please? Why are
2: they cheering his?
3: Asked Shion Uzuki questioningly.
2: His rugged, look-good looks, probably.
4: Yeah, that must be it.
2: Don't worry, I am sure Yuriev will show their true colors soon. The next time Yuri have murdered someone the public will be on my side again.
4: Oh, that's why I love you, Ganyan Kuka. You always see the bright side of things.
2: Okay, the contest is about to start. Oh wait, this is probably you. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that? What is that?
3: This wait, was... <laughs> no, this is my love so I'm guessing that's Buser. Bichiro... No wait, no, yeah, the It's not attributed. <laughs> it, it is not, but I I have to guess it's um
2: If you want to say it's Bruno, yeah, that's I'm... fine.
3: Not, maybe not Bruno. Anyway, it might be Gainan. Anyway. Okay, the contest is about to start. Good luck, my love. And with that, Gainan Kukai and Yuriev starting doing running the Kukai Foundationing again. Gainan Kukai caught up with Yuriev really easily because he was just better. The crowd was holding their seat with tension. However, as that moment, Gainan Kukai and Yuriev went behind a pillar, no one could see them. They were completely hidden. Oh god, are they going to bake the love behind the... No. Okay. <laughs> what the...
2: Read the next sentence, jeez.
3: I, I was just waiting in anticipation for the next sentence, I'm just saying. like That would have been kind of cool if they had done some, like, um, King Crimson shit or something. <laughs> Unexpectedly, Yuriev stopped running the Kukai Foundationing and punched Gain and Kukai in the chest. What? Ouch! Said Gain and Kukai, shocked. Yuriev then kicked Gain and Kukai while they were down ouch, why are
0: you doing this? So I can win, of course.
3: Guiding <laughs> Kukai didn't fight back because punching and kicking is your is ru- against the rules yeah. of the running the Kukai Foundation contest. Oh,
2: this hurts. Ha
3: ha ha. Said Yuriev. He gave Guiding Kukai an extra punch kick and then ran off, running the Kukai Foundationing at the same time. As Yuriev became visible... To the crowd, again, there were cheers. Uh, Said Gain and Kukai.
2: They still love him, but they don't know the truth. They don't know how horrible Yuriev is. Not like me, but I can't let him win. I must somehow win.
3: Gain and Kukai struggled out back into the light again, still expertly running the Kukai fendai despite being injured. Gain and Kukai carried on bravely. But Shion Uzuki could see Something was wrong (laughs) Doing some running The Kukai herself So she could enter the area without breaking the rules Shion Uzuki went up to guiding Kukai
4: What's the matter, love? Yuri have
2: kicked and punched and hurt me When we were out of sight
4: But that's against the rules
2: I know Oh no What, my love?
4: You're almost uh, about to reach another blind spot He he could do this to you again.
2: And I can't even fight back because it's against the rules.
4: I know we could.
3: Shion Uzuki whispered something to Gainen Kukai. Yes, but afterwards, to solve this problem, we could. Gainen Kukai whispered something back to her.
4: Yes, you're right. That's better. Let's do that.
3: As I went in... To the hidden spot, Gyaneng Kukai was quickly beaten up again by Yuriev. Gyaneng Kukai was in pain. This hurts like so al- bad. Like always, this meant his plan was working.
0: Why are you grinning?
3: Said Yuriev, who was grinning up to the point he saw Gainin Kukai grinning. Now he wasn't grinning. Look behind you. Yuriev turned around and saw the contest judge, Elma.
0: We saw you cheat.
2: Yeah, you broke the rules, and they saw you!
0: Um, er... I didn't know it was against the rules.
2: Ignorance is no excuse. You're disqualified.
3: Yuryev was taken away to the running the Kukai Foundationing Area Jail. Arena Jail.
2: Guiding Kukai wins by default. Woooo! The
0: crowd
3: cheered. (laughs) Now on his side. The other contestants who were completing cheers, because Gaiden and Kukai was clearly the best.
5: Here's Everyone the else cheered.
3: Gaiden and Kukai then accepted the trophy and took it home. It was kept safe on the next shelf on the shelf next to their other trophies. The
2: end. Oh my God. And that was half written by Feeney, half written by FanficMaker.com
3: I, I really, I want to say something about that. Whenever... We, whenever it was just the multiple voices, I assume, from the crowd, I really wanted to jump in and just be like, Enough! Enderganerous is no excuse. You're disqualified.
2: You just wanted to do a king voice?
3: Yeah, similar. Similar to that. That would have been funny. Okay, oh.
5: well,
2: But thank
3: anyway...
0: Thank you, Feeny, for the submission. <laughs> Let's move
3: All on right. to the
2: next one. Nick, do you, next wanna, do you have any introduction for this? Because it's um, by you.
3: Oh, no it's not what are you talking about this is by- oh sorry <laughs> oh
2: sorry i misread uh yeah you're right it,
3: it does say Lindley Koo. yeah this is by Lindley Koo. it's a scale fan fiction called for lack of a better name i'm sure that they probably came up with on the fly scale bind is the name of it oh yeah i can relate
2: to having bad titles no problem lin yeah
3: so yeah um Lynn wrote this and sent it to me, and I was like, sure, we'll put it on the podcast. I'll, I'll get that, that right nice over. of you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always no, wow. willing to help. I dig it. I, it, was, it was kind of a deal that we made because I was like, <laughs> I'll do it, just keep Tatsu away from me. hmm So, it works out. And now you get to hear a fanfic, a, the, like, mentioned scale fanfic. From finally. the game Xenoblade Chronicles X or ah, Cross. Finally, this is what I really wanted. Thank you, Lynn. And to for the sanity of all of our listeners, it is not one of the romantic ones. But you'll see, you know, it's it's very wholesome, I think. Good, good. I'm excited. All right. Jesus Christ, what are you guys doing up there? Somewhat action-packed. So, you know, we'll see. But, all right, much emotional get right
1: drama. into it. Yes. <clears throat> Spellbind by Linley Koo. Urban waited patiently outside the operating station, riddled with guilt for his now limbless comrade. He should have known. He told himself so many times, not because he was unsure of himself, because it was true. How could he ever measure up? He finally felt a swell of confidence thanks to the support of his friend. And where did it land? And where did it land him? With his friend broken and helpless, he felt like he couldn't protect anyone. Like it was all just a pipe dream for him. That indigen. It took it took out his whole team except for him. What kind of monster could do that? Urban had never seen something so powerful. But this one was powerful enough to take out even his friend. The most powerful of the group. Who was now in the next room being repaired by Blade members. Who would not permit him to come in. Urban's friend wasn't just any old Mistema class. He was a high grade Mastema. White Reaper, one of the most powerful models out there, with superior firepower, incredible physical and thermal damage resistances, great fuel mileage, and was amongst the heaviest of the armored scales out there. Even equipped with SSM XXR-150M-M missiles and some great cooldown augments, it still wasn't enough. Uh. The first one is Varys, I should say. Oh this
4: one this one is Varys? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um yes. listen, that wasn't your fault. I know you're insecure about being one of the least used light type classes out there, but you did all you could. That monster was just so beyond your level and you have never faced and you have never it, faced it, it. before? It, it, it before. Okay. You you gotta cheer up man.
1: It was Varys. Her hand rested caringly on Urban's end cannon. Urban looked further down at the ground, slumping as much as a seated giant robot could without folding into vehicle mode. No, it should have been better. For me,
6: I should have been better. For him, wow, I'm good at reading. (laughs) He put his faith in me and I went and blew it. He let me be his friend and we swore to protect each other. I failed
4: him. Well, if you really feel that way, one, think about how he feels. He was trying to protect you too, you know? He couldn't even do it. And you're putting all that weight on yourself? Get real, you, you aren't even equipped for that kind of fight like he was. Listen, I know just saying that isn't gonna help though, so I got an idea. Let's make a few changes to your setup and go out to the field. We can train, so When it gets better, we can all go out and take that indigent that took you guys down together,
1: sounds good? Urban was reluctant, still wallowing, but Varys had a good point. Sitting here wasn't going to solve anything, and to just be idle with his friend and superior down for the count wasn't going to make him proud.
6: Okay, yeah, you're right, I have to. I will do it! I have to get better, so next time I'll be a real help to the team!
1: He popped up with a new fire in his visor.
6: Next time, you'll see! I'm going to show you I'm not some average model worth passing up! Let's do this!
1: And so Varus took Urban to the terminal to order parts, helping him to optimize his build with by better balancing his firepower to his fuel saving ratio. A common rookie mistake was taking out more into battle than one could chew, especially with these newer light types. Varus had been doing this for a while now and was far more versed in build specs and we- weapon variety and helped Urban get a new set. About the best they could do for now without more weapon development involved. Then they set out to the field.
5: Okay,
4: if we're going to do this, you have to follow my lead though, got that Urban? Right!
1: Urban exclaimed, pumped to try out his new build.
6: How about we go for those Suniculas over there?
4: Whoa, slow down there, dude. Listen, we're gonna do this my way. Don't get aced, you, okay? Those guys in particular are just a bit out of your early right now. We're gonna start smaller and more focused. I'm more of a melee build myself, so I know that style better. And then there's you, built to to be the sort of jack of trades type because of that, your team composition, and my no- own lo- knowledge, you're running more of a melee build right now. I know you aren't really as used to it, so trust me on this. Here, there are some Blattas over there. Try them out for now.
6: What? Seriously, Varys?
4: Those are just some
6: tiny bugs.
4: You think I don't have a plan already figured out? Listen, I have worked with Mastema for a while now, and I know he was there. It was kinda easier on you about your build before, but you would agree with me on this. Start with these guys and follow the plan. Trust me, you'll be stronger than you ever knew in no time.
1: Hmm.
6: Okay, yeah, I mean, if even Mastema would agree. And yeah, he would. You're right. I'll give it a shot, no matter how lame.
1: Urban locked on to the targets and handedly sliced into pieces with his e sword in a matter of moments.
6: There, see? Nothing to
1: it.
4: Right. Okay. Here comes some more. Get to it. What? Again? <sighs> okay. Yeah.
1: The scenario happened on repeat for what seemed like an eternity to Urban. Then Varys would randomly change his target. While some of the targets were more fun to take on, and it felt like the difficulty was slowly rising, he still wasn't very satisfied with what he was fighting. Why so many of the same things for so long? Varys would finally change target again, only to pick something that felt like a noticeable amount stronger than the last. He was starting to enjoy it more, but he couldn't figure out why she was leading him around this way. This was really the plan? Would this really help Mastema?
4: Is that like an excellent yes. Varus? Okay. <laughs> Yo, Ooh, talking sorry. to you, <laughs> yeah. you too buzzy thinking about Mastema to even pay attention to your training? Come on, we have one more enemy to take on.
1: Urban snapped out of it at Varus's words.
4: Oh, okay,
6: yeah, sorry about that. I just couldn't help but wonder about this training. We've just gone from enemy to enemy randomly and fought them on what feels like endless repeat.
4: Yeah, and you're really getting better at fighting them too, you know.
1: Oh, sorry about that. Vera said smirking.
4: (laughs) I feel like I'm being
6: pranked here or something when you do that. Could you tell me why we're doing things this way?
4: Well, if you haven't figured it out yourself yet, I'll tell you what. Take out that group of gal there over there, and I'll let you in on it. It's honestly better if you see it for yourself, but I guess I could throw you a bone. Get to it. Wow, Um, that's kind
6: of a big group, but no problem, yeah.
4: No worries, if it gets bad, I'll step in. But I think with the few upgrades we have managed to get you recently, you should have no problem taking them on.
1: Varys said as she backed the way, Here
4: goes nothing.
1: Urban boosted into the fray with his flight module with quick efficiency, not giving the Gondor a chance to react before unleashing multiple strikes of his beam sword. Varys was right about the build, and had even presented him with a few augments along the way to boost his efficiency. Earlier he would have ran out of fuel long before this fight was over, but not today. He had been upgraded slowly and thus had been learning to control his output over time. He could finally feel his limits. A, a galder tried to come up from behind him for a massive blow to the back, but he quickly intercepted it as the shield art had cooled down in just the nick of time. He handled the rest far more easily than he could have imagined as he hit overdrive, flying away in a fiery explosion of metal debris.
4: I did it!
1: He said excitedly. I sure did. There, said, smiling. But that's not
4: all. Let's head back to the administri- <laughs> administrative <laughs> district. <laughs> I heard some- <laughs> I heard someone is just out of the repair bay.
1: Urban's visor lit up.
4: Oh yes, for sure.
1: Upon arrival, they noticed that something was amiss. Blades were running about in the scale station frantically, as if in a state of emergency. What happened here? Varys asked one of them.
0: Those skulls we just repaired took off on their own. They were barely at working capacity, but that same indigent, it attacked again. Sorry, I just kind of jumped in there.
2: Yeah, that's fine. It's cool. Varys.
0: Uh,
4: it did. We didn't see it on the way in at all.
0: Yes, it blindsided us completely. It's attacking New L.A. directly from some newly discovered underground tunnel. If it comes through, we could all be doomed.
1: We need to go now! No, wait a moment. Urban demanded. Verus stopped him from flying we off. We will, but first. Urban looked at her intensely. We need to
4: go to the armory alley.
1: Meanwhile down below, Mistema and the team had happened upon the Indigen. It was a dreaded Hayridden, the Territorial.
3: This is not your territory. Shouted
1: Mistema, "Get him, men!"
3: Yes, sir! Yes, sir! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs>
1: the other skulls replied in unison. They flew in and made multiple strikes at the beast, but it was no use. He was just too fast and powerful, catching their blows and ripping their limbs off. It was quickly becoming a fuel bath. Mistema was trying to keep a constant flow of firepower up, but even he had to admit he was desperately unprepared for this. If
3: I can only hold out long enough for backup, I don't care if I fall apart. I have to keep this world safe, for everyone's sake, for Urban's sake. A world where he can
1: achieve his dreams and become stronger for all of us. He pushed into overdrive and fired his M-missiles as fast as possible. Haywarden quickly disappeared in a fiery explosion. Suddenly a hand ripped through the smoke and grappled Nasema. Tired out and out of overdrive. This caught him off guard and next thing he knew, he was pinned under the beast.
3: I guess this is it.
1: He thought, lighting up an e-cig with his free hand and thermal weapon before succumbing to the giant ape's powerful grasp.
3: Urban, you were a better scale than anyone I ever knew. I'm just glad you aren't here to see me die. I guess if I can at least have that, I'm satisfied.
1: He puffed as the weight grew stronger.
6: I will not let you die today, Miss Temma!
1: He heard as a wave went through the air over him. Suddenly, the ape fell helpless in front of him. He was stunned momentarily from a powerful weapon.
3: The electric flood? But how?
1: Miss Temma thought. He looked over to see Varys and Urban there to fight and equipped with super weapons. He quickly got up and initiated a bind on the giant monkey. I'll hold him back while you guys attack! Urban quickly swooped in, followed by Varys, each making precise sword strikes at Haywarden's arms. Mistema didn't have the strength to hold out for much longer, and Bind was broken, but the beast was now without the same strength he had before with his arms in his state. He lunged at the, at the exhausted Mistema for a cheap shot, but Varys knocked him off balance with her buster sword just in time for Urban to catch him in another bind. Mistema, lying just below, Initiated his missile one last time, but didn't have the fuel left to shoot.
6: Don't worry Miss Demma, this time I have your back, and I will from now on!
1: Urban shouted, releasing Bind and finishing off in Hay- with his own G Buster before he had another chance to make a move. It was over, finally. New L.A. was safe. It
6: was all Varys. She helped me so that I could be stronger for you. And she taught me the importance of not only my skills in battle, but my weapon choices as well. You could buy all the powerful weapons in the world, but it doesn't make a difference if they don't work together.
1: Urban smiled as he carried Miss back. Somehow, um, they'll like upgrades, you know?
3: You did all that to get stronger. For me, huh? Wow. You really are something else. You remind me so much of when I was getting stronger. But you know... I always thought you were amazing. You didn't need to do this for me. You needed to do it for yourself.
4: Is so, okay. Is right. You didn't see it in yourself, but Mastema and you care for each other for reasons far beyond a simple power level. And today you proved it—not to him, but to yourself. You had the strength of resolve to go through with this and show just what you could—you can do. What you didn't see was that you always had Massima's approval regardless of that.
1: Varis added. Urban's visor fobbed up.
6: Thank you so much, you guys. I don't know what I would do without you.
1: He perked up, mechanically sniffling.
6: <laughs> I'm gonna be strong now. Enough to help protect you all, just like I could finally do today. We'll help each other survive on this planet.
1: You got that right, Rook. <laughs> Miss Tema chuckled
3: <laughs> But hey, you aren't really a rookie anymore, are you? Welcome to the big leagues
1: The three stood and reminisced from a view on Talon Rock summit As they watched the sun setting over Primordia Today, Urban had proved to himself that he was capable of what he was capable of And saved New LA The end
2: Um, Lynn, what is this? Oh,
6: it's nothing, Elma, nothing at all
2: <laughs> Really, now? Actually, this isn't half bad, to be honest. I'm surprised you actually restrained yourself from writing down every individual scale build.
5: (laughs) Uh, Hey, I can show a little restraint at times.
2: Yeah, so what's that pile of paper you're conspicuously sitting on there?
1: Uh, Nothing, nothing at all. Definitely not anything like every model number, weapon, build, and augment.
2: Right. And absolutely nothing to do with skill romance at all, no! Nope. Lynn,
6: I'm just going to pretend I didn't hear that was a thing. Good luck on your writing in the future.
5: Uh
2: yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Oma. Also, please tell
3: Tatsu to stay out of here when I'm gone.
2: You got
3: it! <laughs> Yay!
2: I very much enjoyed that as a person who is from the
3: Transformers fandom. <laughs> I was wondering if it would live up to, like, the Transformers ones, but yeah. Uh, I mean, the worst I thing think... I
2: can say is that you said e-cigarette as opposed to an e-cigar, which as we all know, I'm sorry, a cygar, c S- y uh, c g c c y g a r. I know how to fucking spell, leave me alone. <laughs> Listen. That um, was Lin.
3: Lin doesn't know about those things, it's okay.
2: I just think the Saigar is just one of the funniest fucking canon things to me, because it's <laughs> it's weed for Transformers.
3: I'm glad I learned about that just today, so that's great.
4: Also, I see, I see, I see the next one has Miyuki, and I called it on Miyuki. <laughs> that
2: sounds good. Uh, do oh, you want me to shit. narrate for that one? I'm perfectly happy.
3: Can I be Togashi? Sure thing.
2: Those are probably everybody in this.
1: Yeah, it's just Muki um, and Togashi.
2: <laughs> this one okay. is uh, by Justin. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yep. I'm sorry. Am I pronouncing that me. right? Is
2: it Justine?
1: Justine. <laughs> Somebody Justine. used to call me that. Uh, an old coworker. He would look at me and go, "Hey, Justine." <laughs> <laughs> now
2: this one I believe is by drabblematic.com.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So basically, I ran the uh, the pick generator but then I also made some edits to it and changed a few sentences around to make it a little bit more coherent.
2: That's cool. That's fair. Sweet. Awesome. And the generator has named this The Lovely Terror of the Snow. Any other introduction or are you good?
1: No, that's about it.
2: (laughs) It snowed a foot overnight. When they woke up, Miyuki and Togashi went out to play. First, they made snow angels. Then they had a snowball fight and Miyuki hit Togashi in his buttocks with a big juicy ice ball. It hurt a lot, but Miyuki kissed it lovingly, and then it was all better. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> Keep going. Then they decided to make a snow sculpture.
4: We'll make a really handsome snowman. So snowman!
3: Miyuki said. Why don't we make a snow woman instead? Togashi said. That would be more festive and improve representation in the snow sculpture I
6: know!
4: Community. I
3: know. Miyuki said.
4: Let's make a snow reindeer! That way, we don't have to think too deeply about social issues and such. So they rolled the
2: snow up enthusiastically and made a lovely snow reindeer that was almost as big as Togashi. Miyuki then took Togashi's hat and put it on top of its head. It looks
4: okay...
2: She said while scratching her head. But
4: it seems like it's missing something. Don't reinders that usually I have red noses?
2: Here, Togashi said and held up a shiny re- laser pointer.
3: I found this at the park.
2: He turned it on and put the laser pointer right where the reindeer's nose was. It was perfect, for about a minute. Then the reindeer, even though it was just made of snow, started to move and growl like an anime fan on prom night. Togashi screamed in horror and ran, but the snow reindeer chased him until he tripped over a tree root. Then the snow reindeer caught up to him and licked him passionately. Nobody
4: does that to my sweet candy cane!
2: Miyuki screamed. She grabbed an icicle and stabbed the snow reindeer (laughs) through the foot. It fell down and Miyuki kicked it apart until it was just a bunch of snow again. You saved me! Togashi said, and they shared an embrace in the snow before going in for hot chocolate. The laser pointer lay in the yard until the young child picked it up
3: and took it home. Oh no! Wow. <laughs> wow, that was much better than I ever would have expected. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs>
3: and oh. also didn't go in the direction I expected at
1: all, but I love it. That was
3: Yeah,
2: incredible. I I actually do very much like travelmatic.
1: Yeah, it was really good. But there's a few sentences that I had to change and uh, I added a couple things in there too, but yeah, otherwise it came out really great, like right out the door. <laughs> yes. That was awesome. <laughs>
2: Also, like, props for picking, like, a pairing that nobody remembers is pseudo-canon. And I say pseudo just because it is canon that Togashi likes Miyuki, but...
1: Exactly. I wanted to pick, like, characters that don't show up often, so I was like, you know what? Those two work perfectly (laughs) for this.
3: Please tell me you added the anime fan. Oh, yeah, I absolutely added that. As the joke for the... Yeah, as... I absolutely added that in there. (laughs) (laughs) I had to. That's that's the big
2: difference between Drabblematic and uh, Fanfic Maker. Travelmatic gives you a lot more creative control. Fanfic oh, Maker wow. gives you dramatically less.
1: Yeah, this is actually the second one I made from there. The first one was was kind of funny, but like it didn't work as well. Then when I made this one, I was like, oh, this is the one. And then, like I said, I, I changed a few sentences and a couple of words here and there. But like, yeah, this this one was was good. Is,
3: is Fanfic Maker the one where we made Squidward's best Christmas ever? Uh, that was probably not.
2: That was probably Dramatic because Dravelmatic has... Not to
3: derail the podcast, I'm just, you know...
2: <laughs> uh, Dravelmatic has more Christmas stuff than Fanfic Maker. People need Maker. to
3: know. People Fanfic to Maker know.
2: is the one where it's really easy to make an uncomfortable sex scene.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyway.
2: Uh, so for the next one, the only thing I will say is that I do request that Nick voice Billy.
1: Okay. I can read it too. Is there a particular
3: way you want that done? I Uh, guess I should. The
2: there are a few lines where he's meant to have like a very thick Texan accent. Oh, you mean Bart? Oh, okay. So. No, I mean Billy. (gasps) Oh.
5: Okay.
3: Okay. uh, I'll I'll put the razzle dazzle on it.
2: (laughs) Everything else is optional. It's. I mean, you can be Bart too if you'd like, but. If you just want to talk to yourself a few times... Hey,
3: bro, we gonna make out?
2: Yeah! <laughs> you don't make out. You, you platonically okay. share a bed. <laughs> oh. We're gonna platonically <laughs> share things? Yeah! <laughs> so yeah, if you want to do both voices, that's chill. But... I'll do it. Okay. I'll do it.
4: Are there um... any other characters that we should step in for?
2: Yeah, there are, there are a few that get voiced, because a lot of characters have, like, one line thrown out. Um... Hold on, let's see, like, Ellie has one line, Margie has one line, Rico has one line. I guess I guess I can do most of the girls. The t- A lot of it is narration, so if you want me to do the narration, I don't mind. Or if you want someone else to do the narration, I don't mind.
3: I can narrate. I can do the beastie boy's voice. Do you want to do the narration? Sorry,
2: Justin, you said you wanted to narrate?
1: Yeah, I can narrate. Okay.
2: Um, I'll do... Who the fuck spoke that? I I, I guess I'll take Ellie's one line. Oh. (laughs) Well.
0: Like, I I can be Rico or.
2: Oh, sorry. (laughs) HK, do you want to be Margie for her one line? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Okay.
3: HK plus Margie. Um,
2: And, uh, yeah, I think that just leaves, uh, Ellie if you want Ellie. (laughs) Or Rico.
3: I've never had the lead roll before! I, I, could, I Let could alone both go. of them! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright, I'll take Ellie. Sounds good. I didn't All name right. this stick. Um, so this is in the category of things that are very poorly edited and end abruptly and follow my traditional format of they take place in time period and then randomly go back and then go back to the standard time period. So, enjoy being a little bit confused as to when everything's happening.
3: Does this fit called Show Me Your Moves?
2: You know what? Yes, fine. It's called Show Me Your Moves.
1: Show okay. Me Your Moves. That makes show zero bye
2: sense bye. and has nothing to do with anything, but sure, it's called Show Me Your Moves. <laughs> yes!
1: Okay. Yes, I can eat it. Okay. The festivities had ended by this time. Even a small bonus party that Bart insisted on spontaneously throwing after several of the guests had left and Sigurd suggested that it was late and perhaps they should wrap things up. (laughs) You can't have a party without an after party, am I right? (laughs) Sure, he was absolutely exhausted and didn't even want to know what time of the morning it was, but he didn't regret anything. After the events with Deus, the group didn't have many chances to gather, certainly not everyone at once. So yes, he was determined to make their first year anniversary party last as long as he physically could. Perhaps even a little bit past that. The bed had a slight bounce as Bart collapsed into its inviting expanse. The motion stirred the man already laying down on the bed. He gave an annoying grunt before leaning against the warm for provided. Hot. <laughs> Thank you, Great. I'm glad
2: that Billy is now Canon Tim Allen. <laughs> <He's>
3: wonderful. <laughs> Don't say I woke you. You only got here a minute before me.
1: Bart teased as he rolled over to drape an arm around his companion. Bart gave a lazy no. headbutt to Bart's shoulder. <laughs> Billy. Billy gave a lazy headbutt to Bart's shoulder. <laughs> yes, Bart headbutts himself. Bart <laughs> Bart his, his own headbutt <laughs> doesn't, mean, doesn't mean I like
3: being tossed around when I'm trying to sleep.
1: His Aqua Bee accent was always thickest when he was tired. How can you sleep?
3: Aren't you always excited about seeing me? Also everyone else?
1: Bart teased.
3: I saw them already, now it's...
1: Billy looked blearingly at the clock in the nightstand.
3: It's 5 in the morning, (laughs) I normally get up at this time,
1: yeah but... Billy forced his body to turn around and face the blonde, gently placing a hand against his cheek.
3: I'll be here in the morning. Everyone else will be here too.
1: He kissed the tip of Bart's nose.
2: Reading everything in such this menacing
3: voice, I'm like,
2: oh god, he's going to snap his neck, and I wrote this shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> With that, he turned back around and almost instantly fell back asleep. For a moment, Bart focused on the gentle rise and fall of Billy's chest as he slept. But it didn't take long for him to get bored and roll on his back. He was certain he had been tired before getting in bed, but suddenly he was reinvigorated with giddy energy. This wasn't the first time he would spend he would spend too excited to sleep. The day before traveling to Shabbat to meet everyone, he couldn't sleep. Then he tried to turn off his restless energy by pacing the halls of the Yggdrasil, talking to Margie, talking to Sigurd, checking the engine, talking to Maison listen to some hot sounds, talking to Margie, braiding his hair, getting yelled at by Margie for waking her up three times, talking to Margie. (laughs) He could walk around Shavat, but, well, on the jazzle, he was the only one in his bed. In the guest room in Shavat, there was a very cute co-occupant for the bed. One who he hadn't seen in some months and who he was almost certain had a firearm somewhere on his person. Probably best not to disturb him. Looking at the ceiling, Bart reflected on his friends. Fei, Sitan, and Yui were all helping to rebuild Lahan. Citan made a comment in the initial town being so small and simplistic, his word, in its culture that things were practically back to normal. Fei took issue with the comment, causing Citan to back down with...
2: There's nothing wrong with such a quaint little town in this complicated
1: world. And really, Bart wouldn't have minded going somewhere quiet for a bit. Only a bit though. He would go stir crazy if he stayed for too long. For a moment. Ellie was going into medicine. She was happy to be able to soothe the spiritual wounds of others, but felt that it was nothing but hollow reassurance if she couldn't also soothe their physical wounds. This led to many amusing confrontations between her and Satan as she chastise him for some of his more questionable decisions as a doctor.
6: Why would you put your practice so far from the village? You better move it closer when you rebuild Lahon.
1: Margie continued her duties in Nissan. She had been worried that she would be upstaged by literal reincarnation of the founder, Ellie, but the people knew Margie's face more than Ellie. Seeing Margie was an immediate source of comfort where Ellie had to prove herself to the people. She had also taken up an interest in explosives, which did run counter to many people's expectations. It's simple. She I'm said, I'm getting
4: kidnapped again.
1: Rico had been made Kaiser in Kislev, something Bart initially laughed at until Rico <laughs> nearly hit him. The Demihand wow. then sighed and said, Yeah, that's what I thought too. He mostly delegated others to overseeing the reconstruction of the city blocks. He was more concerned with reforming the prison system.
0: Battling gears is fun and all, but we need to give people like Hammer a chance at freedom, too.
1: He said. Emeralda had become an apprentice to Tara. The old man was grateful to have someone so physically capable helping him around his lab in his old age. She was happy to learn more about her body and how she could use nanomachines to help others. (laughs) Of course... She stayed in frequent contact with Faye and Ellie, but she wanted to know who she was apart from, a wish of Faye's former life. Maria was studying engineering. She had rambled about the things she learned and the things she had corrected the teachers on to him, but it was all technical jargon that he couldn't hope to understand. She had been working closely with Queen Zephyr making a task force to rebuild Shabbat and they had made some surprising strides. Maria confided that she was a bit worried that Queen Zephyr was trying to groom her as the next ruler, something she had no interest in, which Bart could heavily sympathize with. Chuchu had moved to Shavat to be closer to her people. To her immense delight, she was seen as very desirable and had all sorts of interested suitors. Apparently helping to save the world and being able to transform into a giant were all very good boosters to a dating profile sigurd insisted on giving ramses a second third fourth chance at and having him reform ave's government though it seemed clear to bart that sigurd mostly wanted to reform his relationship with his old friend still ramses had experience leading others and rousing them to a cause so bart didn't object that hard for too long then of course there was Billy. Bart was of course saddened, though not surprised when Billy initially went back to the orphanage. They stayed in contact though, writing frequent letters and occasionally sending small gifts. What surprised Bart was when Billy told him that he had moved the orphanage to the Thames.
3: Billy. We don't have oh, we don't have the money from Ethos anymore, so we're making money helping the salvagers. There are plenty of orphans after the day ends now. This is the best way to find them and give them a home. The captain more. is happy to have us, and we're happy to help him.
1: Bart could practically hear the grim tone in the next line of the letter. Though this cooperation means father has had more excuses to drink. Bart had never wanted to be the leader of Ave. Less than when he heard that he could instead be spending time on a floating pirate slash orphanage ship, with two of his favorite people being Billy and Captain Thames. Why did he have to be voted leader when he could instead be raising pirate children?
3: We're not pirates. It's salvaging, and it's no, perfectly reputable. Oh, is it Billy? It's Billy. Billy scolding. Sorry, yeah, Billy. <laughs> sorry. We're not pirates. It's salvaging, and it's a perfectly reputable profession.
1: Billy scolded when Bart expressed his lament on not being able to join. That hardly damped Bart's determination to join once Ave was more settled. For now, though, he could be a good leader and see his countrymen free again. Also, it turned out that setting up a democracy was much harder than his father must have believed. A simple declaration of intent did not actually a government make. The sun was beginning to rise, its rays bouncing off the snow and peeking in through the window. A faint smile crossed Bart's face as his eyelid grew heavy. He could sleep, and tomorrow all his friends would still be there. Something he wasn't so sure of one year ago.
4: That was
2: cute.
3: Yeah, Yeah, nothing but a thing,
1: bro.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So you see, it was holiday themed because at the end I used the word snow.
3: It's every day, bro. I just sprays <laughs> out my
4: next one to know.
2: Oh, you don't have to. Yeah, it's
3: just. I'm sorry for my mess up. <laughs> you can edit it out if you want. It's all good. So. But that was very enjoyable.
2: Yeah, it was supposed to be a bit I... more holiday themed, and then I was just like, I just want to talk about what everybody's doing in a year.
3: I actually have um, there was one thing that I remember seeing that I was like, wait a second, this uh... needs a never but mind. The... Okay. I, I forgot what it was, so... If you remember
2: it, please let me know, and I will... Yeah, I will uh,
3: let you know in the future, you? but it was something I was like, wait, this doesn't... It wasn't, like, necessarily, oh, this needs to change, that yeah. was all, like, wait, they, this was a missed opportunity.
2: I mean, I was pretty happy with the idea of the orphanage combining with the Thames. No, I am
3: too. I, They're now men of the sea. That wasn't it at all. <laughs> They're now babies of babies the sea. Babies of the sea? Sea, sea, babies sea, babies. Babies. sea babies. Orphans of the sea.
4: <laughs> okay, the next one's going to be pure crack. <laughs> I don't know who wants that's to take who, but it's basically all no pawns.
3: <laughs> I mean, that's what this episode needed more more of as is, so I'm good with that. I will take anyone one have... Yeah,
4: we'll take who?
3: I'll take
2: one one.
4: One one? Okay.
0: One <laughs> one. I don't remember I... the puns vectors exactly.
3: I think that, I just picked I the name and were... said yes that one. I think those are most. These are mostly made up. No, aren't they? the the
0: actual the ones. Per-
3: um, <laughs> are you? Whoa! Okay, somebody did the research. Slightly <laughs>
4: though, uh, I didn't fully like remember like how they all acted. So I went to the wiki and checked their profile and was like, okay, so I guess this one hacked a bit this way, and I pretty much made it up. So I, it might not be a hundred percent accurate, but I did do slight research <laughs> before writing.
5: Oh, I Although will, I'll, I I'll, claim... I'll put
4: my notes in the. The thing so that you guys can quickly see it. So, <laughs> that was my I notes. I will
3: claim. <laughs> I see a lot of insanity from this one, so I'm gonna claim Dredger. <laughs> That sounds good. Oh, wow. This is written out like a play. I love it.
2: Yeah, that makes it way
3: easier to figure out who's speaking.
2: Yeah, I,
3: I wouldn't. <laughs> I
2: did actually consider writing one out that way, and then instead I wrote what I wrote.
3: I, I tried to make sure that whenever I was writing... Or wait, I didn't write one. What am I talking about? I tried to edit Lens that when <laughs> there were certain things written, um, that there was a clear speaker, or it was like, oh, there, it could only be this one person that's speaking right there, but... I think I missed one of those edits. So I think I'll take uh, Popona
4: and Ikasa. They both don't have too many lines, but I don't know. Uh, I think that means uh, we only have Teitei and Deka Deka left.
0: I'll be Deka Deka. Okay. I'll do Teitei.
2: Oh, I'll take Narrator as well. Okay. Because I don't
4: think so, I've narrated one yet. Uh, in that case, uh, Jin, do you want to take Teitei as well? They don't have many lines.
1: Oh, I, thought, I thought Justin. Oh, did he did. took
4: Tate. I, I, I thought yeah. I heard him yeah, I say, saying he was going to do part narration. Too. There's not much oh, narration, right. though.
1: No, no, no. Bot was oh. narrating this one. Alright. Alright. Do you have a fake title?
4: Uh. Uh.
2: Right, sounds good. Uh... <laughs> Fuzzy Lemons. <laughs> Fuzzy Lemons. Oh, wait, wait, wait. P-
3: Pond Spectre. Um... Pond Spectre Boys.
2: Pond Spectre Quest. <laughs>
3: Pond Spectre quest sounds good. I hope that's the name of the next Dragon Quest
2: game. <laughs> that's my favorite Dragon Quest yeah. game. <laughs> As dawn finally came on this fine day, which was coming closer to the holidays, some of the currently available Pond Spectres had a very important meeting by the lakeside in Machna Forest. Their last adventures on the Bionis' shoulder had been a great success. But they were not going to stop there. 1-1 had an exciting lead... And wanted to go on a quest for legendary treasures of other realms, and was about to share with everyone who could make it. Oh, the island is so <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> one One says,
6: "Thanks for everyone who could make it today. So One One found amazing lead, amazing treasures, and adventure within our reach. We, <laughs> the Pond Specters, will be able to find amazing things up there.
2: T- 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 treasures? Don't more." Pofona was sleeping, regardless of all the noise going on from her excited friends. It was way too early in the morning, and she had fallen asleep waiting. tay poked her to try and awake her.
1: F-
6: meeting pofona starting! He whispered, not wanting to anger One-One for interrupting. But it was useless. She just would not wake up.
2: He decided to let her sleep for now and listen to the meeting instead.
4: And this expedition of where will it be? I guess I think this trip should be well prepared. <laughs>
5: One
6: went super prepared this time, promise! It'll be the greatest trip of our life! Deka Deka's eyes grew wise.
0: Are we going to explore new lands?
2: This trip, Man Man Dry Dry is ready to do this! He said, exciting, hitting poor Fofona in the process. <laughs> Monsters? What? <laughs> oh no, Fafona went into the void. <laughs> oh no. That was so
4: good too. I said
2: Mimimi! Monsters? What?
4: <laughs>
6: what mad! How can you sleep during most important meeting? Fafona not asleep! Fafona was prat- Practicing playing dead in case of danger! <laughs> <laughs> not bad. One would think you were clearly sleeping!
4: Hekasa would like to hear more about upset planned.
6: One-one froze and then suddenly collected his excitement, forgetting all about Fafona crime. <laughs> we will shoot ourselves into another dimension and bring back presents like no others to the people of our world!
2: Hekasa suddenly grew slightly worried that the chief may not have thought us through. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Hikasa.
3: Uh, Hikasa! Hikasa, please! Hikasa, meet dimension, please!
5: Okay. Hello? Oh.
3: Hikasa. Hikasa! Hikasa died! I think Hikasa is dying! <laughs> I think Hikasa is dying! Hello! Oh, no.
1: Hikasa not understand! This is exact- Shoot Into other dimension!
2: Behold! Super dimensional cannon STC 1! He said as he unfolded covers over a large structure with which they had all failed to notice prior to him bringing it up. <laughs> Let's go inside! We're departing right away! Confusion among his other napon friends could be seen o- over all of their faces. That said, Dry-Dry, being excited, jumped around in a manner that they were all launched directly into the cannon, and one one entered last, activating <laughs> it.
6: <laughs> Spectres, let's go!
2: The cannon shot happened, and they were all launched into the air, disappearing into a blink of light along with said cannon. <laughs>
3: continued... And then they all died. <laughs> what oh, no. you want me to say.
1: No, they're all fine. Anyway, They're all I, fine. I'm I landed on a fluffy pillow. I broke down they, because they, the voices- They launch out the cannon- The voices
2: were too good. This, this is how the I picture it. The voices were too good, so I broke down. <laughs> oh, sorry. We did great the fun <laughs> voices with our orange. Oh, this this is
1: how I picture this. They go into the cannon, and then they launch, and then Yes starts playing. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'll, <laughs> be round round. Round. I'll
3: be the to and you just, you see credits where it's a bunch of in encased, encapsulated in, like, giant flan. <laughs> and it's oh my god. No, like, oh, that's where they landed. Oh They're all safe. They landed in the giant flan dimension. <laughs> that would be
2: great. Uh, now, Tyler, I understand you didn't actually enter anything? This is correct. This is correct. Okay, uh, if you could give me a protagonist for what you would have written.
0: Wait, what? Oh, <laughs>
2: Yeah, if you could just give me your protagonist, please.
0: Uh, uh... You
2: heard it here live, folks! I, uh,
0: Cosmos, <laughs> I
2: guess. I don't know. Okay, mm-hmm. Cosmos, yeah, that sounds good. And who would she be in love with? Oh... Uh...
3: All of Noponkind. <laughs> just... No, this is Tyler's pick.
0: L- let's just say Xion.
2: Okay, sounds good. She would be in love with Sion Izuki. Alright, uh, now I can just take this from anyone in the crowd. Adjectives. <laughs> just, just keep fucking going till I tell you to stop.
5: Adjective.
2: Uh, Wait. I just need adjectives, which are the descriptive Plants. words. Horny. Okay, you know what's cool? When I don't hit the right button and then my computer thinks I want to print something.
3: <laughs> Let's try that again. Okay, plentiful. I think Justin said one.
1: I said horny. Okay, horny. Oh, no. Okay, very good.
3: <laughs> oh mm-hmm. no. <laughs>
5: um,
1: impatient. Impatient.
3: Ooh, ooh, ravenous. Ravenous.
2: I'll do one of my favorite, which is left-handed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How about sticky? Sticky. Oh ferocious. Ferocious.
3: Vigorous. Vigorous.
4: I am scared.
2: <laughs>
3: scared. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one.
2: If we can have some adverbs, these primarily if you just take a word and edit and end it in L Y, you'll get an adverb.
1: Yeah. How about jokingly? Joke.
3: Haphazardly. Flatulently. <laughs> Flatulently.
1: Good one. I'm going Innocently. Right
2: in. Okay, one more. Stankily. Stankily. <laughs> and I need some nouns. But <laughs> Okay. Cat. Cat, mm-hmm.
3: One more. Gnosis? Bojankus. Oh.
2: I'm sorry, what was that, Tyler?
3: <laughs> uh, I just said Gnosis. N- nose? Gnosis? Gnosis. Okay.
2: But, but now I need. <laughs> no, 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 Gnosis! Gnosis! Okay, well. Yeah, yes, gnosis. we want to
3: talk about Gnosis, but. Yes. <laughs> that
2: sounds fine. Uh, now I need body parts. Oh. The Tom Tingler. <laughs> okay. Eyebrow. Arcane. Hold on, Tom Tingler. <laughs> Uh, brow, and the arm, cannon, alright, and a verb? Um...
0: Oh no. <laughs> Sit. Um.
2: Sit, okay. okay. Uh, animal? Bunny? Face. Bunny? I'm sorry, face? <laughs> face is an <laughs> animal? Bunny. Bunny. <laughs> Bunny. <laughs>
1: Honey is an animal. Yeah. Alright,
2: prepositional phase, phrase, for example, on a rock. On a boat. On a boat. <laughs> and an extended metaphor, even though the example is a simile, which is like a rainbow that casts a happy glow over all the land, is the example. Oh, yeah. um...
1: Like Ziggy's cleavage. Like, Ziggy's. No, oh! My Similes
3: have "like" in them. Take the "like" out, and you can make a metaphor. <gasps> uh, uh, okay, so I just write Ziggy. Ziggy's cleavage. The boob window of
2: a Ziggy. <laughs> boob window I'm of Ziggy. I'm gonna keep "like" because like the boob window. Hold on here, like. That.
3: The clap of Margulis' ass cheek.
2: Well, we assume, like, the clap, because sh- we don't know. Okay, let's spell that correctly. Are you gonna screen share to I, the of effect? course, will screen share. Okay, Sweet.
3: good, good. For all of those listening, it's going to be screen shared. <laughs>
4: I am really scared of what this is gonna come out as.
3: <laughs> oh, wow, I didn't know we had notes for, like, the Napon. I just made shit up based on how they were speaking. Yeah, well,
4: I I pretty much uh, made their out. speech based on those notes. Okay, first so of all,
3: let's share my screen. I just assumed that Dry Dry was a fucking <laughs> psychopath. I am. <laughs> a murderous psychopath. <laughs>
2: Okay, now that's the same one that Justin wrote. Nope, that's, that's no good. <laughs> uh, no good. Nope, that's no good either. Just making sure I get a nice holiday one. <laughs> that's no good.
4: I saw a title pass by it was the bunny oh princess, and I'm like, oh boy!
2: <laughs> that snarl. one was quite good, but oh my god, come on, come on. I know you have more holiday ones than the, just the one. Nope, that's no, that's no good a, either. Hate to sit. <laughs> no, that's that's not okay, good. Although Mary Sue Butt is a very
3: good name. I love the name of ferocious occurrence. to Jiggly sit. Uh, <laughs> no, <nope>, that's Mary <laughs> Sue <laughs> Butt <laughs> again. There again. The horny stranger. Uh, <laughs> that's a great one. Let's go with
2: it. All right, oh fine. We God. can do this, but this one isn't holiday themed, so I am going to refresh this. <laughs> I'll I'll do the narration. Who wants to be
3: Cosmos? Uh. uh. I mean, I can be Cosmos if nobody else wants to do that. Okay, Tyler, do you wanna do you want to be uh, uh Cheon?
0: Um. Sure. Let me just make certain I can screen watch and do this at the same time. Uh.
2: If you can't, that's- that's fine. We'll find a new Xian. I, I, I could say. do- I could, also I could do Xian if anything. <clears throat> Let's see, uh... I mean, I'm- uh, this one is not a Christmas-themed one. I am yeah. cautioning
3: all of you. Neither was my fan- I mean, wait, I didn't write a fanfic. Oh, you didn't? I was mean, Lin- yeah, Lin- Lin's well, was very- Lin's fanfic that I edited graciously for Lynn <laughs> was not also a... Was also not a... a holiday. holiday or, follow the rules. Yeah. yeah. Damn it, Lynn. How dare It wasn't technically she... a rule. It just said fanfic.
2: Well,
0: okay,
3: maybe it was a rule. Well, holiday was... or at least winter. <laughs> Listen, you tell me when holiday time is on Mira and we'll talk.
2: <laughs> that was another uh, one where I thought they could reasonably have Christmas, but... Then I wrote about Ormis instead. Fair enough. I mean, uh, it is so so LA. Tyler, are you able to look at the screen?
0: Uh, it's a little. If not, that's... I don't know how to make it bigger on my phone because it's. Oh,
3: actually, wait! I have a great idea. <coughs> Hold on. Oh. Oh, that is an incredible idea. Post
0: that in the doc.
3: <laughs> I hope you're ready for an incredible
2: lunch, and I hope you're ready for. An... <laughs> oh wait, that would have been a way better idea than the thing I did. Yeah, I can post that in the doc. That's- that's less stupid than the thing I did.
3: I'm, a. There you go. Well, while well, you're taking care of that... Well, yeah, we'll just go on. We'll move on. Okay. Everybody good? Yeah. Yep.
2: I can see it now. Alright. Excellent. Excellent. Not that one. Okay. <clears throat> oh, wait, uh... The horny stranger. Oh, sorry. So you're reading Shion. Okay. Of course. The sun was high, and the trees stirred lightly in the breeze. Cosmos strode along the path, making for scared castle with all speed. Hidden from the eyes of man and beast, she carried the ferocious cat, which no other must touch until it could be delivered into the safe keeping of the wizard Tom Tingler. A rustling of the dried leaves beside the path gave her warning, and she drew her sticky gnosis just in time to face the impatient woman who flew at her with such grace that she was almost dazzled. The woman struck flatulently, and Cosmos, <laughs> and Cosmos barely raised her gnosis to meet the attack. They fought long and innocently until all the air rang with the sound of their conflict. At last, Cosmos found herself forced to one knee. The woman's gnosis pressed to her left-handed <laughs> eyebrow.
0: <laughs> I am Shion Uzuki of Scared Castle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she said,
0: You are an unworthy guardian for the ferocious cat. Prepare yourself, for I am about to send you on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's nice.
2: She's just gonna send her on a nice little <laughs> vacation. <laughs> But Cosmos had been waiting for such a chance, and, bringing up her gnosis with a twist, overpowered Shion Uzuki and pinned her to the ground. What say you now? Cosmos said, looking down upon her. Shion Uzuki's arm cannon shimmered like a boob window, showing off the magnificent expanse of Ziggy's wondrous titty- titties. <laughs> I have under- underestimated you, Cosmos.
0: I was sent to test your fitness for this task. To you, I pledge my loyalty. And more.
2: Cosmos's desire was inflamed. Her eyebrow throbbed, and all her thoughts were to sit Shionuzuki like a bunny. (laughs) Cosmos caressed Shionuzuki's plentiful arm cannon, and she responded. They came together haphazardly, and their joining was as vigorous as their battle, and also much louder. Shion. My desire is inflamed. <laughs> ah, my sweet butt. Cosmos groaned and sat Shionuzuki as jokingly as she could. OUT! Shionuzuki yelled.
6: What the hell is that?
2: Oh, Cosmos said.
3: That is where I put the ferocious cat for safekeeping. Sorry.
2: When they had finished their romp, they drowsed stankily on the grass, forgetful of all but their ravenous love.
0: We will stay together forever,
2: <laughs> Shiannazuki said, and they began all over again. And so it was that the wizard Tom Tingler never got the <laughs> ferocious <laughs> cat, and the forces of evil overwhelmed the land, and nobody was happy ever again, at least until the sequel came out.
4: <laughs> what?
2: Zelda, Duke Auckland is u- uh, under So yeah, that by... wasn't holiday themed though. Uh, let's try that again. Zelda is under attack by the horny stranger. <laughs> Okay, here Java we go. Here us. we go. This one is holiday themed. I can tell because the title is "I Saw Shianazuki Kissing Santa Claus."
0: Oh, I love that. Oh my Fair. God, could
2: you could you Fair hand enough. it to the doc just so that it's more readable? Of course, of course, of course.
4: <laughs> and I guess this this could be the last You'd, one too. A like, moment. We're, we're
2: pretty yeah. much, I think so. Yeah, that's fine. I just wanted to make sure that Tyler got an entry in. Thank
0: you. I appreciate it. Thank you.
2: Do we want to keep the same rolls, or...?
0: I'm I'm good with whatever.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I'll just keep the same rolls. This one is called, I Saw Shianazuki Kissing Santa Claus. Uh, Tyler, do you have any introduction?
0: Um... No. I Saw Shianazuki Kissing Santa Claus, that's it.
3: Sounds good. (laughs) I just want to say that Tyler put his heart into. Oh yes, I put so
0: much effort into this.
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I heard you typing ferociously. <laughs> yes, and I, I will, and I also agree to keeping the roles the same roles. Sounds good.
2: Cosmo's woke up in the middle of the night. She was thirsty, and so she decided to get a drink of water and maybe go peek at the presents under the tree. Even though it was almost Christmas morning, she couldn't wait to see her presents. There was one horny box that looked like a butt. <laughs> then, Cosmos noticed that Shionizuki was out of bed too. She must not have been able to wait for her presence either. Cosmos thought that she would surprise Shionizuki, maybe even sneak up behind her and sit her on her ravenous eyebrow. That always made Shionizuki furo- ferocious, not furious. <laughs> Cosmos crept flatulently down the stairs and into the living room. <laughs> <laughs> Why did we give this fucking robot gas problems?
3: <laughs> there was the tree. She's got a <laughs> gas leak.
2: <laughs> there was the tree with its vigorous lights and the presents heaped up stankily and the mistletoe hanging from the ceiling and Shionizuki. Kissing someone. Cosmos was so angry, she picked up a gnosis from a table and threw it haphazardly on a
3: boat. Shion Uzuki looked around. Shion Uzuki, you scared bunny. Cosmos yelled. How could you cheat on me with...
2: with... Cosmos looked and then rubbed her tom tingler and looked again. (laughs) It was Santa Claus.
0: Let me explain.
2: Shion Uzuki said.
0: I came down for a glass of water, and then I found Santa here under the
1: mistletoe. Ho, 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 Santa said. So of course she had to give me a kiss, and what a sticky kiss it was. uh, Oh, Oh, how unpleasant. Uh,
3: (laughs) Well, I suppose, Cosmo said jokingly, (laughs) if he was under the mistletoe.
1: Ho, 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 Santa said. Why don't you give me a kiss, too? Then things will be impatient.
2: <laughs> that seems reasonable. Cosmos went over under the mistletoe and kissed Santa. Santa was the best kisser ever, like a boob window showing off the magnificent expanse of Ziggy's wondrous titty m bop titties. He made Cosmos's arm cannon feel all plentiful. You see? <laughs> Shianazuki said innocently, and Cosmos saw... So they had a three-way. Everybody's <laughs> presence were late. <laughs> oh my god.
0: The end.
3: Wow. Oh man, Jesus was actually in the Xenosaga games and didn't get any action like that. Should've no. been Santa. I'm sorry, I could've said
2: Jesus' is wondrous titty mbop-bop titties. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a, a good way to end. The episode, an image of Shion and Kosmos having a three-way with. Great Santa.
3: episode, guys.
0: Yeah, this is really. I fun. mean, isn't
3: that the way that the series ended?
0: Oh yeah. This
3: I think... is Zeno chat where we're here to ruin the series for you. <laughs>
2: I maintain that that was the canonical ending of Zenosaga. Oh my Saga. gosh.
0: <laughs> well,
2: th- thank. Listen, Jin died for this. Jin died for <laughs> our sins. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, and it was I was, was killed by the no <laughs> puns.
4: I was murdered by the Nopons.
3: <laughs> yeah. Murder by Nopons is my, my favorite 40s movie.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say Death by Nopon was my favorite band.
3: Fair. They're, they both exist. They both have every right to exist.
0: hmm <laughs> Alright. Well, thank you, everyone who contributed. I... This was really fun. Uh... I was a little uncertain when you didn't get a lot of entries, but this actually turned out really awesome. So thank you, everybody.
5: (laughs) Yay!
2: Thank you for reading the garbage that I wrote out loud.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And if you guys like this, we will definitely do this type of thing again. Yes. We will need to. I
2: can smash my face on a keyboard a whole lot. (laughs) No
3: chat fanfic theater. It will actually get me to. Do I can something. write more
4: parts of Pro- the no pod
2: story. <laughs> I'm yes. absolutely excited to read more parts of that. Yes, it was fun. Um, everyone's
0: <laughs> everyone's so Perhaps... good at no pod voices.
2: Originally, I was going to make a joke where Jesse was going to keep harassing Bart about like, hey, stay one Bible length away, and then give him like a <laughs> shitty little keychain Bible. that's pretty good but i couldn't make it work so instead jesse has like no he doesn't appear at all except for like a haphazard mention of like yeah he's drinking
3: wow someone is probably going to be shamed that we don't have any like hanukkah stories or anything it's me i'm upset that we don't have any hanukkah stories well maybe you should have written one because i don't know how i to do it justice. came
2: <laughs> real real close to writing a hanukkah story but i was like all i have is that and it's hanukkah and that wasn't really a story listen
3: next year I'm next year going... hanukkah only yeah next year well that and um pagan holidays only i'm going to do that festivus I'm hanukkah to... yeah
2: ramadan only
3: I'm going to write an Astara fic. I don't know yeah. what you're saying. Saturnalia only. Yeah, Saturnalia. I can do that, yes.
2: No Christmas fic.
3: It's, it's... No Christmas fix. just Saturnalia. I'm good with Saturnalia fix.
0: <laughs> so yes, if there was a holiday that you wanted covered, everybody, make certain you submit a piece next year. Or if we do this next year.
2: Honestly, if you write something and you just want us to, like, show it off, by all means, send it to us. We'll totally retweet that sh- that nonsense. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and there is always the possibility that we will have a follow-up and read it, and it might not even be the holiday episode next time. You might not even have to re- wait yeah. that long. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: All right, well... Uh... Thank you everybody for participating and listening and um happy holidays everybody.
4: Happy holidays.
2: Yep. Woohoo! Yay. Oh, <laughs>
5: The game?
3: Let's jam. <laughs> that's our smooth jazz opening god.
2: god you
1: guys are such fucking losers holy shit
2: <laughs> no you said 3-2-1 let's up. jam and i had to <laughs> i just had to say let's jam after that 3-2-1 oh my goodness it's okay i always hear it in my head but this time i heard it outside my head and i had to respond
1: I'll have you know, my head was buried in my hands the whole time.
2: <laughs> I'll have you know, uh, pick up your head, King, and listen to the sounds.
4: I tried to join it for a little bit, and then I was laughing too much, so I was just like trying to hold my laughter. <laughs> I
3: realized I didn't know what happened after the bit-it-bit-it-bit-it-bit-it-bit-it bit it, bit it, bit it part. <laughs> I'll, I'll have you know, I absolutely don't buy that at all, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> If
2: your head was in your hands, it was because you were trying to stifle your laughter from how happy you were.
5: Okay! Yay!
3: So I want to talk <laughs> about this date with Choo Choo thing real fast. This yeah, go right date. ahead. So yeah. I already imagined there was going to be a line about, like, her was cone fairly neatly, kind of subpar. I don't know. <laughs> it was a mixed bag. Some of the fur was okay, like, on, on, on top of her head. But, like, the, the tuft of fur on her, uh, like, on her stomach, no, nah, it was pretty messy. I'm gonna say that. I'm just gonna, let that... <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there. Also, I found hair in my spaghetti, and it was, like, white fur. Weird.
1: Pink hair and spaghetti is not a good combo.
3: Because, like, her stomach's white, right? She's got, like, the white fur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I
2: clean. We cleaned plushes today, and there was hair where I'm like, I don't know who who owns this hair, and I am distressed. That's. You sure yeah, that's, it's
4: not Mayneth? Like your, your kitty? Uh, Mayneth
2: has short fur, so it's not hers. Okay. <laughs> like that's what's if it's short, I'm like, okay, that's fine. When it's long, I'm like, who the fuck? That's rough, buddy. <laughs> Ma-
4: yeah. Maybe you have a a no pod hidden. He, trying to ghost. hide into your we closet might
2: have a really fuzzy ghost fuzzy Maybe ghost. it's Choo 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 comes into my house Hugs my shark <laughs> oh. I- I'm also really sad Because like, because Mako's drying That means I don't have my preferred hug pillow And I have to hug my Ugh, Daki Makra <laughs> yeah, What a, <laughs> what a, what a, what a letdown <laughs> what I know that? I'm like Ugh. No I uh, got him for lumbar support, I'll have you know.
3: You've heard of Elf on the Shelf. Now what about Choo Choo
2: on the Choo Choo? On a, a uh, Choo Choo um, with a yoo hoo. Choo choo on the poo
3: poo and you just on the <laughs> <of course. laughs> oh fuck, dude. That wasn't even funny. Why are you laughing?
2: Because I'm I'm tipsy. Fair. And you you made a poop joke.
3: Yes, I did. That was the easiest <laughs> and, thing I can think of that rhymed.
2: Yeah, as as we all know, the drunker you get, the more poop jokes are funny. Like I think there was a scientific study.
1: Well, let me drink some Actually, more before we start this.
2: I mean, choo-choo with a yoo-hoo was at least a wholesome thing of just choo-choo having knock-off chocolate milk.
3: That's true. Although, that stuff isn't... That stuff is, like... So, I like yoo but they are not chocolate milk at all.
2: That's why I was saying knockoff. Yeah. I was trying to say it nicely, because I, too, like yoo But, yeah, it's not chocolate milk. I
4: have yeah. no idea what chocolate that is, but I see that I'm not missing out.
2: <laughs> it's... If you wanted... Like some of the flavor of chocolate milk, but we're like, oh, ew, the texture. Oh boy. And maybe it's for you. Oh boy.
1: <laughs> I can't remember the last time I've had a yuho. It's been a long time for there's me. Not
3: too. a place. Uh, there's not a lot of places where I can get them anymore. But um, really, there's a well. Okay, so it's weird because um, I think that convenience stores normally have some of them have it. Not every one of them, however, like as far as other places i don't ever see them in like any of the grocery stores hardly anymore but i do see them at the donut shop so there is that and that's when i normally get them as if i'm going into the donut shop i'm like oh yoohoo i'll take one of those because they're like
1: does a strawberry yoohoo
3: there is but i haven't had it in years I can oh i kind of, kind of I want to try, a try, little
1: little try that
3: run before i continue i'll
1: I have a weird sauce spot for a strawberry milk. Just like just like Gintoki from <laughs> Like
3: I get that, but I, I've never thought it could compare to chocolate, typically. But I, I mean it also depends. Get you get some that are different. And just hit differently. Hadoop. So What other fruits make milk?
5: Well
1: I would say probably melon. Yeah.
3: I was gonna say surprisingly. Like-
4: lemon? <laughs> that sounds a bit weird.
3: No, not like with milk, milk, milk itself, but like, lemon, like, when you put, stuff that you put milk in, like in cakes and stuff.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that makes more sense.
3: Yeah, like that kind of But as
4: a, as a drink, I think, uh, like Justin was saying, a lot of types of melon, especially the special types, maybe not watermelon so much, but <laughs> the other ones, I feel like they would mix well with milk. Like I had some,
3: some
1: especially the Korean ones
4: drinks
3: before, but oh, that we yeah. were like
4: honeydew. Dude,
3: honeydew melon. Yes, well, I've had that. Well, I had that whenever I was there, actually.
4: Yeah. So. Sadly, I can no longer have this one. <laughs> Did they
3: close that place down?
4: No, just I'm intolerant now. <laughs> so. Oh
3: no 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 yeah I that's that's right but I mean like. No, no, like no. the churches.
4: The place is still safe. It's just uh.
3: I was at Cha Time, right?
4: Uh, no, it was um, it was at Armani, which is in Chinatown.
1: Oh, okay. I, I actually either. have a huge soft spot for the uh, Milkies. I don't know if anyone's ever had those. Milkies? Uh, no. Yeah, uh, I think you sometimes see them at like Korean places. It's like it's like a it's like a carbonated. Like milk soda almost, and those uh, are melon flavor. That's really good.
3: Oh, I think yeah. I've had something like that, but not
4: because they're carbonated. I would say that's a sudden.
1: It's like a light carbonated,
4: drink, yeah. Like yeah. I I think I've seen those, but because they were carbonated, I never really tried them. I, I'm not a big fan of uh, carbonated drinks, <laughs> so. Hmm. Ah.
5: I'm hungry.
4: I just realized that this is Zildjian X. But at the same time, I'm like, I, I read the names and I'm just like, wait, who? <laughs>
1: oh. Yeah, yeah, it's the skulls. It took me a second too. I
0: was just like, who? Welcome back.
1: For a second, I was just like, who's Urban? But then I realized, I'm like, I'm like no, that's that's one of the skull frames. <laughs> exactly that's what all of these are in this story yeah yeah as the more I read it the more I was like oh yeah that that's what that's what's going on here <laughs> it's not over yet
4: what type of voice should this Ferris person have because uh, I don't remember most of those names she's
3: okay so she's in this story for this story's purposes she is a a um veteran um she's a like a veteran fighter she knows her stuff okay so maybe a bit more like
4: serious badass type woman
3: okay exactly exactly
4: so i'm gonna think of pelicree when i when i voice that
3: (laughs) sounds perfect that that could work
2: i'm just gonna do this
4: voice because i'm sonic the (laughs) Yeah,
3: exactly that was what i was hoping for exactly
2: you said shonen protagonist and i knew what voice you wanted
3: Whatever I ask you or Justin to do, Shonen protagonists, please, I know exactly what I'm getting.
2: You're hoping that it's Sonic the Hedgehog, the only Shonen <laughs> yes! protagonist. So I'm going
4: to do who? <laughs> yes. uh, Ferris? Ferris is. Fer- Ferris. Okay.
1: Yeah, Ferris. Ferris. Good.
5: Yeah. With the V.
4: Okay, good job!